Now, whatever you do, Tony, don't hit record yet, because I am not ready. Well, uh, let's get the practice in or whatever. Uh, hello, everyone. We'll do a dry run of the episode. We'll do a dry run of the episode and see how it turns out. And if it's good, we'll keep it. This this bit is always gold. <laughs> hello, everyone. This one one on one RPG. I'm two copper pieces. Hello, I'm Elliot, also known as Elephant Bear, and no longer Ichabod Reed. That name didn't sit well, especially after Tony's uh, uh, joke about me not being able to. Uh, so uh, this time, instead, I'm going to I'm going with uh, a much worse name, Ichabod Fletch. Are you sure it's Fletch, or have you just not been able to read it properly? Oh no! <laughs> Second burn. <laughs> Why don't you fetch yourself another name? <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, what a uh, very recognisable vampire name that, or oh, vampire hunter name that is. Mm. Everyone's everyone at home is like, of course, <laughs> Letch. Um, all right. I would actually lose respect for any of our listeners who did recognise where this name was from. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, on to small talk or listener. Yes. Question? No yeah. small talk first, then yeah, listener that question. Is, that is the order of things. Um, what is your favourite uh, tapas dish? Wow, uh, I I'm not familiar enough with the specific. Well, can I dish. let me uh, let me um, familiarize you a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um, so tapas, I mean, it, most people uh, who don't have it very often, I suppose, might think it has to be something very Spanish. Uh, and sometimes some of the dishes are quite Spanish, like mm-hmm. you got uh, the calamari rings and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Spanish style, patatas bravas. But then you can also just it's basically literally anything small. Um, so a tapas restaurant I went to recently with my wife served a little lasagna with a little bit of garlic bread. And it counts. And this was in Spain. Was it an individual portion of lasagna or was it like three different lasagnas on the plate? No, it was one individual portion of lasagna that fit into the small dish that they use for serving tapas. That so sounds adorable. <laughs> it was. And it was quite good. Uh, so... Back to the question. The last time I went to Tapas, it was a Tapas restaurant that is no longer there. Uh, It is now a Greg's. So that's moved up in the world, surely. (laughs) Um, And uh, my favorite dish was uh, the shrimp. (laughs) Okay, nice. Was it cooked in any particular way? Nope. I think it was on a skewer. Sounds good. I'm very Um, basic when it comes to my food. Honestly, for me, uh, the best Tapas I've had was from that same uh, tapas place in Spain, and it's just chicken nuggets. Uh, like, there's nothing special <laughs> about it. <laughs> uh, like, if you had little brown uh, ceramic ramekins and went into Greg's, ordered a few different things and put them in the ramekins, that would be tapas. <laughs> um, before we do the listener question, a bit of housekeeping, uh, follow us on the socials at our... Twitter handles like at one on one RPG and at Elephant Bear and at Two Copper Pieces. Come and join mm-hmm. our Discord. Uh, tell people about us. Leave reviews on your podcasting app uh, yep. stuff like that. And leave reviews on your podcasts if you have them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have a listener question? I do. This one is from uh, long time listener, multiple time question asker Meredith, and she questions. She posits. When making a character, do you prefer trying to purposefully include aspects of yourself, or would you rather try to avoid any self-inclusion? Shall I answer first? At the end of the episode, yeah. Mm, yes, good point. Uh, what a question. Yeah, yeah, what a question. Well done. It's where she's had practice. Yeah, it is a proper question as well. It's got mm-hmm. a capital letter and question mark at the end. Yep, yep. Awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, 
so you've got a certain amount of time to recap the previous episode for our listeners. Uh, basically, the amount of time it takes me to um, measure the amount of sawdust I have in this jar next to me. I was going to say, a certain amount of time, that's a lot of time. I'm only using a ruler to measure it, so it's really about the length. It's not going to take me very long. Oh no, he's already more than halfway done. What an unexpected turn of events. (laughs) It's three quarters of the way done. Ah, So last time I learned... I dropped my ruler. (laughs) (laughs) I learned about the history of uh, Berez village, as well as what fate befell the, the... Argon Bostolians. I don't actually know what these group of people are called, except they they seem to follow Vladimir Horngard and his silver dragon. Uh, we made our way across the, the the river, quickly followed by nobody, thankfully, and where we met uh, a very lonely Martikov. I still feel bad. And then we met not Lugash Aragel, who warned me the Brothers Vakta have taken a contract out upon me and uh, probably be sending other Vistani after me. So they've moved up my to-do list. Uh, other certain things have moved down my to-do list to compensate. But right now we're in Argon Bostolt. We're talking to Vladimir Horngard. And we're about to be, I'm about to have Vlad introduce me. <laughs> Fabulous. I'll uh, redo the, the little bit of speech that Vladimir Horngard uh, gave and then mm-hmm. pick up from there yeah so, so the creatures grip uh, on the greatsword titans if you have come to destroy me no i perish defending this land from evil of force and because of my failure forever if you destroy this body my spirit will find a new core to inhabit and i will hunt you down you cannot free me from my damnation nor would i wish it cool 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 vlad yeah? Introduce me, like, like, announce me, like you would see at a respectable establishment. Uh, step, step forward, Mister Hornguard, uh, Mister, um, uh, Mister, uh, Reed. Right, that was good, but I didn't mean like introduce me like one of your friends. I meant introduce me like presenting Ichabod uh, Reed. And it's not Ichabod Reed anymore, it's Ichabod Fletch. And I don't even want you to do that. I want you to introduce you to introduce me uh, by my surname. But sorry? My name, my Sergey name. Oh, Sergey. Sergey. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Mr. Hongard uh, presenting um, Senor Sergey von Zarevic. I enter. He says, uh, he looks at you. Commander Hongard. Sergey, it has been some time. I'm afraid my brush with death has had more effect on my memories, and uh, you are not as familiar to me as you once were. So you don't remember fighting side by side, trying to stop Wretch from achieving his goals? I'm afraid I don't, but I always knew there was something familiar about fighting against the devil with a Vlad at my side. I look at Vlad. (laughs) Oh, yes. This is a Vlad as well. I couldn't ask for a more stalwart companion against the 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 villainy of the devil. He he nods. He says, "You've come to free this land from the creature that know this. There is no monster I hate more than Strahd von Zarevic. He slew Argenvost, broke the life of the knight I loved, and destroyed the valiant order to which I devoted my life. But Strahd, and then the lightning strikes." 
has already died once and the flash of lightning sort of um, lights up one side of his skeletal face. He can't be allowed to die again. Instead, he must suffer eternally in a hell of his own creation from which he can never escape. Whatever can be done to bring him misery and unrest I will do, but I will destroy anyone who tries to end his torment and his uh, grip tightens around his sword even further. Whoa, 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 whoa. You said his name twice there. Don't do that. What do you mean he's already died once? I thought that was my thing. Strad, and there's a lightning strike again. <laughs> Another flash lighting up the side of his face. Is a vampire. That means he died to become one. I don't know the ins and out of becoming vampire. Last time I knew you, you seemed to know a lot more about the world. Not just your memories, but your general knowledge that seems to have dissipated. I did warn you. So, your plan is to just trap Strahd inside Barovia forever. Yes, this is his eternal torment. There is a flaw to your plan, Vladimir. What is it? Oh, (laughs) I thought we were going to... I'm going to raise the mist. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you're, you're, I'm going to, you're Vlad. You've always been Vlad. We've Vlad oh. till the day I die oh. for the oh, final yeah. time. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. The person you're talking directly to apologies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we ever meet another Ichabod, I'm going to do the exact same thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's a floor in your plan, horn guard. Tatiana's, Tatiana's soul is also here in Barovia. So? While her soul is here, this will never truly be torment. I think you misunderstand your brother. He can never have Tatiana truly, even with her soul here. That will matter little. As long as he can have her flesh, he will not care if he has her heart. Well, he can't have her flesh. She died ages ago. No, but uh, reincarnation, that sort of thing. That's not her, is it? No, I know that. And you know that. That's him trying to... Trying to write, uh, trying to get what he wants still all these uh, hundreds of years later, and it's still not working. That's why it's an eternal damnation. Oh, my God. Yeah, but every other time she died. If he finally ever manages to get her. He won't. How do you, how can you be so sure? Because no one can love that beast. This is the point. He's come entirely unloved, and all he wants is love. I think there is one who would love him. You? Oh, no. No way. Whoa, Not me. man. I hate no. him. I said that. I thought I made that clear. No, absolutely. I I, I, I think less of him than I think about the, the crud that I just walked in trying to get oh. up here. Then is he talking about you? He points at Vlad. No, 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 not me. No. What are you talking about? That, that I... big, hulking, porcelain-skinned man behind you? No, leave Adrian out of this. If you'd let me finish, I would tell you. I would explain. Well, there's a really long pause. I didn't think you were going to have anything to say. Well, you've made it even longer now. <laughs> uh, there is a girl from the village called Gertruda. She would love Strad. Now I guess we're all saying his name. <laughs> yep, lightning flashes again. <laughs> Lights up his face in a very picturesque but menacing way. But it matters not, because he will only care about the physical body of Tatiana. <laughs> but that's Skolopodov, whatever. Yeah, I, I think your plan, or whatever it is you're trying to say, is doomed. And if you do anything to try to kill him, I will kill you. Make this, let this be your final warning. 
and then you be gone now. You be gone. And he turns around and he heads back towards his seat. Um, but as he does so, uh, coming from a, a side entrance to this room um, is another very gaunt-looking man, not quite as skeletal as uh, Horngard. Um, still got some skin uh, around his features. Give me some skin! <laughs> but you can still make out the skeletal shape because it's sort of just plastered on. It almost looks. He's got white hair, red eyes, and uh, he's looking at you. But do you want to say anything to Vladimir Horngard before this guy pipes up? I would like to say something to Vladimir Horngard. Go for it. I don't know how many hundreds of years it's been since we last sport- spoke Horngard, but I remember you having more metal than this. I um, will say good day to you, sir. <laughs> when you um, when you question his metal, uh, he turns around with a very fierce look and he brings his uh, brings starts to bring his sword out of his hilt. But um, the new face in the room, uh, this new person in the room, puts his uh, hand on Horngar's shoulders. I will see that very soon. I will see him out. Calm yourself. Um, and he sort of puts his sword back into its hilt and uh, turns around again. And this new face sort of winks at you, except it's quite unsettling because his, barely, his skin is barely hanging on. Yeah. He sort of freezes up and stuff as he does so. There's a big hole in his eyelid, so it doesn't really work. Yeah. You can uh, see as well in the instant where Horngard went for his sword, Ichabod had the umbrella out just ready to, <laughs> to, to use in front of him. Nice. Your umbrella. Yeah. His special umbrella. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a, a glint from the umbrella as well, of course, cinema- cinematically. Uh, yeah. But still, um, Horngard will uh, go and sit down as if he's just been, um, like... Is it Offered just- a sweet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He'll settle back down in his chair and continue to just look out of the window. Um, and this new person will approach you. He's got. He's dressed in... Um, he's, he's not as sort of hench as Horngard is. He's got white flowing locks that look quite healthy, considering... Um, but, uh, yeah, bit of skin wrapped around his bones and he's got, uh, chain mail and some sort of silvery filigree all around his collar and stuff like that. So it seems like he's got quite an ornate, uh, dress sense and, um, or ornate fashion anyway. But yeah, he'll go up to you and says, please, this one, he winks again, just for good measure and gestures to the door outside. But, um, would, are you going to go with him? Yeah, lead on. Um, and then uh, he'll lead you over the piles of rubble and then uh, back round to the left, just this way, be careful. And then um, encourage you to go over this pile of rubble here uh, and then left again and into a side room uh, where you see it. I think it's revealed. Yep. There. Yep. Um, when he leads you in there, uh, but, I mean, this is what he looks like. There's, oh, no, that's not him. <laughs> yeah. there, are few, there are a few of those. Uh, this is what he looks like. But there yep. are, uh, as as described earlier, listener, don't worry, you don't get to see a picture. There are <laughs> yeah. also three of these other guys uh, standing there. They stand up to attention when you walk in the room, but uh, as if to go for their hilts. But when they see um, this man sort of put his hand up as if to say, no, no, he's with me, they uh, they sort of settle down again and just sit back down in their chairs. And then um, once you're all inside, he'll close the door. He says, I am, I am Sir, God- Sir Godfrey Willem. Do I recognise the name Sir Godfrey Gwillem? Uh, you can make a history check. I say not that I recognised uh, much. Yeah. But, uh, You've had your memories there a little bit, so maybe you never yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, probably. Uh, oh, my history is pretty good. Uh, Thirteen. 
Uh, yeah, you remember seeing him on the battlefield with you and uh, fla- like just flashes of fighting alongside Vladimir Horngard, him, dragon flying overhead. Uh, he and Horngard were often side by side. Uh, you also recall... Um, like less uh, you also recall other occasions which were less combat heavy um you recall them standing facing each other holding holding each other's hands as well and looking at each other under a under a bow flat uh under a bow in the woods and uh you also remember sharing a meal with them uh and stuff like that just little flashes of these images going across your mind was Tatiana there with us where we shared this meal? Was it like a double date? Uh, yeah, you recall seeing uh, Tatiana's face as well. Mingled into these memories. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, you get the sense that you know this person, but you can't remember very much about them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sort of what you might discern from there. Yes, I did announce that rather loudly, didn't I? Yes, but also receive a vision. Who sent you this vision? Possibly Lathan. And then... Um, You'll notice uh, a symbol of the Morning Lord that he wears around his neck. You serve the Morning Lords. I too, and I uh, display my, my sun blade on my hip, serve the Morning Lord. Yes, anyone that against the devil serves the Morning You must, you must forgive Vladimir. He is, uh, he is mostly anger now. You know how most humanoids are about like 90% water. Well, he is about 95% anger. Wow. Science is a harsh mistress. Ever since, uh, well, ever since he was raised, we all were raised. Let me, let me do a lore dump. I was going to ask, how did you come to be raised? But if you could tell me in a cinematic fashion. The dragon who who once, uh, who you see the statue of just outside. And he walks to the window over here to look at it and gesture at it. This dragon you may remember, is, was named Lord Argenvost, and he laired here so that he might have uh, watch over the Amber Temple, and he points uh, north, walks over to his other window, and uh, you can just about see some uh, snowy uh, plains in the top of the hills, and um, it's uh, over there. Are we quite near the Amber Temple then? I thought we were still a ways away from it. No, it's quite far, but everything in Bro- nothing in Brove is that big. Especially if you can fly like a dragon, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, close enough for the dragon. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes. And he said, yes, <clears throat> he wanted to watch over the Amber Temple because he knew it was a repository for evil power and that it was guarded by the forces of good and he wanted to make sure that whatever was trapped inside the Amber Temple wouldn't be allowed to escape. And uh, he used his resources to attract other champions and valorous knights flocked to the valley to join him in the prestigious order of the Silver Dragon. Uh, and only those of us, and he gestures to the uh, other um, knights around the table, who were initiated were, into the order were told of his true nature, that he was a dragon. He would often pose as a During the war between the devil and his foes, the order of the silver dragon drove away the malefactors searching for the Amber Temple. It also sheltered Strahd's enemies and proved more than a match for Strahd's battle-weary soldiers. The early victories of the order didn't win the war. Even with Argenbost on their side, the knights were ultimately overwhelmed when Strahd's reinforcements swept into the valley, and those forces slew the last of the knights in the battle, and battled the dragon inside Argenbastot. That was his mistake. He got trapped in here. After, the, after he was slain, Strahd, oops, had his corpse hacked to pieces, stripped to the bone, and transported to Castle Ravenloft as a trophy. And since his death, this 
place has become a haunted ruin. The death of Vargenvost enraged Vladimir, and he was the greatest of the Dragon's Knights. He returned as a revenant and swore to avenge the destruction of the Order. His zeal was so great that it also brought back my spirit and the rest of the Order at the same time. That is, that is some spirit. Yes, but now just driven by pure hatred. The vengeful revenants killed many of Strahd's soldiers, and whenever the undead knights were cut down, their spirits found new corpses to inhabit. Though the knights were grossly outnumbered, they waged war for months and slew hundreds of foes. And when Strahd died and became a vampire, and then lightning strikes again. Oh, sorry. Um, it's all right. We're, we're deep into it now. It, it, I, I don't think it's any way of taking any of them back. So just Strahd, 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 Strahd. <laughs> lightning, uh, light, sheet lightning just lights up the sky for a moment. And then Vladimir... I walk to the window and just flip the bird. <laughs> don't even look. I just hold my hand, middle finger out of the window and say, carry on. Which window do you go to? The the front window towards where the um the silver dragon was. Uh, oh, sorry, burp me a moment. Oh, dear. I, this was only a bit of flavor. If something's bad, bad's about to happen to me. <laughs> uh, when you go to the front window, um, you notice uh, just down by the dragon statue, uh, and you can also hear the crunch of uh, wagon wheels which uh, and the clopping of a horse, which rides up to the statue. Mm-hmm. Um, the cart was pulled by a draft horse. It's still there. And uh, someone dressed very similar to a Vistani, um, probably is a Vistani, you would assume. They mm-hmm. stop in front, just in front of that statue, uh, sort of stumble over to the statue. Uh, they sort of lean up against it. They seem to be relieving themselves on the statue. Uh, I, hey, whoa, go! Uh, he, uh, as you, um, as you shout at him, he sort of wheels around and gets just covers the statue even more. Uh, but then uh, he looks up at you and does that sort of uh, piss off gesture where they like lift up their fist and slam down their arm uh, and then uh, he sort of does himself up and then wanders off leaving the horse and cart there uh, is it anyone i recognize uh you can make a perception check john right i'd like to make a perception check known as a, a make out <laughs> try and uh, make if, yeah uh perception uh eight uh yeah you don't recognize them um, I, you take that floofy hat off your head and then come back <laughs> so i can see you He's just wandered off down the path and he's gone. He's just left it, left the cart there. Um, but uh, what's his name? Sir Gwillem. Uh, yeah. Yes, the distant uh, can be quite on. Un- um, but uh, as I was saying, when Strahd died, oh, to become a vampire. Hand out the window <laughs> again. <laughs> Sorry, my throat is very raspy. It, it makes me cough. Vladimir's knights should have gone to their everlasting rest, but their spirit leaves Strahd's domain. They marched to Castle Ravenloft and were confronted by the Vistani seer, Madame Ava, who told them that the devil had died, only to become a prisoner in his own land, tormented by the death of his beloved Tatiana and the murder of his brother, Sergei. That's you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't make the lightning appear. I'm sorry. <laughs> and after receiving the news... Vladimir ceased his advance and led his knights back to Argenbus. He realized that the devil had already died and be damned to a hell of his own creation, and that's kind of what he was explaining earlier. But surely this is as much a prison for you as it is for he. That is a price that he is willing to pay for his for the devil's eternal damnation. But our redemption hinges on whether Vladimir can set aside that hatred 
he rose up and we are all tied to him. Yes. Feel the only thing that might um, that might soften him and be to light the beacon. Okay. You Follow see? up questions. Yes. Where's the beacon? Oh, it's on the roof. Of, of here? Yes. Oh, I thought it was going to be at the Amber Temple or something. That's amazing. Oh, yes. But the, the, the thing is, the thing that's missing. Um, well, we, in the, uh, in the grounds, you may have noticed the, 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 the tomb off to the, off to the, uh, round the back. I don't know if you, I don't know which way you came. Came from the front. <coughs> past oh. Berez. No, it's, it's that way to the east. There's, there's a tomb and that's where the remains of Argenbost are settled. Oh, you got the remains back? No. He left all of the remains but the head. He took the head, the, the skull with, with him. And that now, I, I believe, uh, is somewhere inside Castle Ravenloft. It's... If you were to retrieve it, it would bring great hope to Barovia. And the beacon would be able to uh, be lit once more. These horrendous crimes. The more I learn of my brother's acts, the more I am physically disgusted by his very essence, his very being. Yes. Both of your brothers, such pricks. I'm assuming you were making a joke at something I said, but please tell me I don't have two brothers. Well, only one blood brother, as it were. The other one is more of an adopted, but... Uh, who, who do you speak of? Rahadin. You don't remember? I've met him. He he wanted revengeance for his sister. I think you're thinking Casimir. I am thinking of Casimir, you're right. Mm. Yes, well... Very, uh, there's, there's lots of names that, uh, don't sound that similar side by side, but when you've had weeks between hearing them, they can sound quite similar. I've got amnesia, okay? Don't be playing the memory card. I, I was, I was, I was giving you an out. Thank you, I appreciate that. Who is Rohadeen? Rohadeen is your adopted, uh, adopted brother. Your, your father adopted him, but he is fiercely loyal to Strad and essentially served as his... His butler oh, and uh, and servant and right-hand man for, well, hundreds of years. I, I don't understand why he is yet to pass. He is not a vampire himself, but he is a dusk elf, and dusk elves do live for quite some time. Ah, so they're both dusk elves. So it was just a dusk elf name. Yes. That makes it even worse, now that I've said it out loud, actually. Makes mm -hmm. me seem a little racist. Well, I mean... um. The, your family didn't traditionally get on with the Dusk Elves of the land. I can't wait till I can make my adoptive brother my butler. What a, <laughs> what a dick move. I'm not being your butler. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, Vlad. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, I do a lot of things that a butler might do. What? Yeah, but I ask nicely. <laughs> I think Strahd might ask nicely sometimes. They have quite a good relationship. I think it, I didn't. I think it's kind of like just very loyal to him, and he acts like a butler. I don't. I don't Strad has not forced Rahadin to become his butler. Please do not get the wrong impression. No, no, Rahadin's Rahadin's little crybaby was following around Strad, uh, hand out the window again. Um, yes, I I vaguely recall him now. But you see, we here, the Order of the Silver Dragon, we are very loyal to Vladimir. So you won't act to put without his say-so? No, we cannot. I'm not... We haven't tested it, but I feel even if we wanted to, we are, we are tied to him by the way we were re restored. You've already given me more than enough, Sir Gwillem. It is good to see you again, and 
Uh, I feel one of my next stops will be at Ravenloft. Good luck. And then he does, goes in for that predator handshake type thing. And Lathander speed. <laughs> and I, I, I give it back to him uh, full power. But I can tell he's going a little easy on me because I'm a weakling. <laughs> um, you recall Sir Gwilym, uh biting more with uh, magic and spells and stuff. Like he, Oh, he's we're both weaklings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he winces a bit, but tries, tries to hold it back when you uh, go full power. Like, hmm. is if you if you to achieve your goals and bring the even if you can get that skull out of there and back here, this will be a big win. Absolutely, I'll have I'll have the the knights of a silver dragon on my side once more. Yes, assuming we don't just go straight to rest. Oh yeah, no, that would also be a thing. Um, how big would you say a dragon's head is? Uh, uh, he looks at the table in the middle of the room which is about um, 10 feet long and about five foot wide i am going to have trouble sneaking that out of uh, castle ravenloft i'll um i'll come up with a plan don't worry about it well you just need a little magic on your side winks but but don't get any ideas that like i said i'm fiercely loyal to vladimir you, you have to find someone else i i didn't think you were flirting with me no i mean i can't do i can't go against right so yeah, okay, I see it now. I'm a little I'm a little upset that he wasn't flirting with me. <laughs> All right. Well, um I'm gonna go outside, <laughs> punch that Vistani in the back of the head, and either get my horses back or steal his carriage. Good luck and tread carefully. Yes. Just so in case it comes up later, I'm also the chosen of the Raven Queen. Good for you. Yeah. If 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 Lathander asks, um, could you ask if if I'm his chosen as well? I've been saying it, but I'm not sure if it's true. I don't think you are his chosen, but we are all servants of Lathander. We are fighting the devil. Yeah, but, it, you know, I've got the sun blade, so, you know, it's kind of chosen if you could just, you know, just ask. That's all I'm asking. It's not too much to oh, ask. Yes, I love that. I, I've wielded that myself before. What? Yes, I, mean, I think a lot of us have, and uh, two of the... Uh, Silent night. <laughs> Vlad, it's time to go. <laughs> to go now. I wonder uh, if it would work if I used it. No, you don't touch it. It's only for me. <laughs> I'm the chosen Lavender. We race out. I, I race out. <laughs> All right, you head out. Are you, are you heading straight downstairs? Are you going to straight around? down the stairs, back out the front door? Yeah. Um, I also noticed, by the way, when we knocked and I shouted out, they could see me. <laughs> They just didn't respond. <laughs> what what mean people? <laughs> Vladimir didn't want to talk to you. And the rest of them are fiercely loyal to him. Yeah. <laughs> we are the Knights of the Silver Order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, let's go. Do I get, when I get outside, do I see the Vistani anywhere? Or has he really wandered off? No, he's, he's well long gone. He just, he literally just left the cart there. The cart and the draft horse are still there. Can I check the cart? Yeah, on the back of the cart, uh, you see uh, it appears to be a coffin. It's a very plain wooden coffin. Um, it looks quite similar um, to the, I mean, to the coffins that you saw in Valaki. So probably made by Henrik. And uh, on top of it, it's got a small plain plaque, and the plaque reads uh, Sergei von Zarevic. Oh, you bastard! It's currently I... sealed with nails. It's sealed been nailed down 
I knock on the the coffin. <laughs> does anything does anything knock back? No, nothing knocks back. I hold my sun blade up to the coffin and I ignite it through the coffin. Ooh, when you do so, it uh, it does sort of cut right through it like butter. And so yeah, this is not the uh, most like a ma- well, like one of those magician tricks where the sword goes through. Yeah. But I just it, just because I know there's a vampire, you can tell me afterwards. No, Elliot, it turns out it was nothing but dirt in there or something. But we <laughs> all know there's a vampire in that coffin. <laughs> no, but uh, you can roll initiative as uh, a swarm of bats fly out of the coffin. I knew it. I knew it. Ooh, 14. And if you drag yourself onto one of the light spaces as well. Uh, All right. With your 14, uh, you get to act first against these swarms of bats. Ah. Flapping around you as you speak and making squeeing high-pitched bat noise. Those bats. Uh, I'm trying to work out if I've got anything that works well against swarms or am I just going to be swinging wildly like a like a madman? Adrian's already trying to punch them out of the sky. Solid work, Adrian. No, I do not have. I do not have crowd control uh, on my side. Okay, in that case, I, I'm just going to. I've already got the sun blade ignited. I, I'm going to take a couple of. Sw- I'm going to take a swing with with green flame with blue flame blade. I'm going to start calling it. Okie dokie. And it. Right. Okay, okay, come on. There are only a swarm of bats. Oh, 26 to hit. That definitely hits. Yeah, you take that. And uh, do the, are these just regular bats or are they undead bats? They're not undead bats. Ah, well, we can't have everything that we want. <laughs> and ah, so one plus one. You're smiting them as well. No, I'm not smiting them. I... Uh, I might. I'm going to be saving my smites for uh, for Strad. So right now, this is just oh, up yours. Um, well, I rolled with two D8. I rolled three, but uh, because of all my training, um, it becomes a nine. Nine total. Yeah. Is that all slashing damage, or is some of that fire damage, or what's going on? Uh. Two of it is fire damage and seven of it is radiant damage. Okay. Radiant and fire. So it's nine altogether? Mm-hmm. Seven, seven radiant, did you say? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Nice. Uh, yeah, you cut through a bunch of bats. A lot of them drop to the floor. Uh, yeah. Nice. Let's see. Adrian is going to take a few punches at the bats. Uh, yeah, he uh, manages to punch a couple out of the sky. Ha-ha! Nice. Uh, Vlad is going to cast Sacred Flame at them, and uh, they uh, they resist. However, unfortunately, it just misses. It sort of gets it right in the middle of the swarm, but they sort of separate, and uh, it doesn't quite get them. And uh, then the bats uh, they are going to go right for Ichabod. I think. Well, let's see. There's one. The first swarm of bats that you've already attacked um, gets twenty to hit you. Does four piercing damage as you feel all these little bat bites. And uh, ah. one, you haven't yet attacked. It gets a nine. Uh, so they come all the way around you uh, and you're covered in bats, but they're not managing to pierce through your uh, armour. I don't even open my umbrella, but I do beat them off with like a club. But get off, get off. <laughs> right, it's your go again, Ichabod. Uh This time I'm going to switch up to uh, Holy Fist them. 
That sounded far more rude than I remember it. They're right next. They're all basically on you. So They're surrounding me, so I, I would get disadvantaged. Well, I will stick with I will stick with Green Flame Blade. Uh, do they just seem like ordinary bats? Yeah, I guess lots of bats. I, I feel like I should have something better for dealing with bats, and I I just don't, and that depresses me. But you can your radiant damage um, and your um, your fire damage and your radiant damage or whatever it is that they're not. Uh, they don't seem to be resistant to it. It seems to be taking them down quite well. I know, but I just... All right, I, uh, I, I see that they're going for me, and I am going to take a... Describe the carriage to me, the rest of the carriage. Uh, the carriage is, is quite a, a simple, plain carriage. It's got a rider's seat. It doesn't have uh, a cover or anything like that. It's more like ah. a wagon. Um, and there's a draft horse there getting quite uh, get, starting to get a little bit stressed as this. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, the coffin is the coffin like just broken open now, or is it? Yeah, it's split in half basically. A bit of dirt has spilled out. Okay, all right. I am going to green uh, to blue flame blade them. What's the significance my... of it being blue flame blade? I, I the blue flame. I assume the Raven Queen is more blue than green. Fair enough. So it's just to signify that I'm, whilst I'm using the Lathander Sunblade, it's got the Raven Key Queen's kick to it as well. Okay. <sighs> Eleven. Uh, Eleven is just a miss, I'm afraid. I suspected it would be. Uh, I, uh, I, knowing that the bats are swarming me, I leap up onto the carriage as well. Okay. Uh, all right. Get up onto the carriage. He's standing up there on the carriage, and they're very yep. much attracted to you. Yep. Um, nice. Uh, they're going to... It's not too far away. Are you trying to... Um, what are you trying to do? What are you hoping will happen? I'm, I'm going to uh, drive off in the in the carriage in a second to try and put some distance between us and the bats, because I don't really need to kill bats. Okie dokie. Uh, are you going to say anything to your allies? Do you want them to jump up on the carriage as well? Yes. To me, my allies. We're going to... We're going to just leave. <laughs> they start, the bats are swarming up with you and biting you again. You get 12 and 14. Do any of, uh, either of those hit? 12 misses, but the 14 does hit. Uh, I'm going to let it hit. There's six piercing damage. Uh, Adrian will start punching some more bats. Uh, oh, he gets a natural 20. So he manages, <laughs> to, he manages to punch uh, one bat into another bat into another bat and uh, three <laughs> fall down like dominoes. <laughs> or four even and uh vlad is going to try and do sacred flame on the bats uh and he yes he succeeds this time <laughs> so the remainder of that little swarm of bats are defeated there's only one left um and uh, they also jump up onto the carriage with you uh but yes yeah, up to you and vlad's like, oh which one should i push off the coffin there's a I think there's a letter in here uh leave it for now uh let's just get the heck out of here I feel bad with leaving Laszlo and Horse 2 behind us. Was it Laszlo? No, La Boris. Boris and Horse 2. <laughs> but, uh, well, we'll come back for them when we've got the <laughs> when we've got the dragon skull. Anyway, yeah. let's get out of here. Yeah. Grab the reins and just, like, click. Click my tongue. Yeah, that, that, horse, that horse and carriage we had would be useless for trying to get this dragon skull back, wouldn't it? Well, we have another carriage. Okay. All right, so you click the reins, make an animal handling check for this uh, to try and get this stressed out horse to do what you want. Well, I'm trying to get it to go away from the bat, so hopefully that's uh, an advantage. 
flicking the reins as, as we all know how reins work. Oh no, I, I don't might not even need to, to beg for advantage. Uh sixteen. Ooh, lovely. Um yeah, the horse is a bit wound up, but uh once it hears the whip of the reins next to its ears, it'll start to uh, start into a quite an urgent canter um towards the road and uh, you're starting to get a bit of distance between yourselves and the bats. Um but the bats will make an opportunity attack. Yep. And uh, they get 17. That hits. And they do one piercing damage. <laughs> as one of the bites lands. A little nip as you uh, as you head off. Um, then they... Uh, so how fast does a horse go? Fast. Let me just check. Horse stats. This is standard draft horse. Mm-hmm. It goes 40 feet. So it goes 40 feet away. The bats bite you as you leave. Uh, and then... Oh, that was their reaction, wasn't it? Yep. And it's their turn. Uh, and then they're going to fly up to you, uh, but they have to double move to get right upon you, um, so they can't do an action. And then once that happens, um, Adrian's like punching them again, and yep. uh, yeah, he manages to punch a couple of bats out of the air, two fists, punch, punch. And uh, Vlad's going to try and do his sacred flame again to try and uh, get rid of them, and he succeeds as well. So that's uh, none. That's going to be one defeated bat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes it's your turn the bats have caught up with you but they haven't been able to bite you i would like to double move the horse all right you double move the horse uh which goes 80 feet the uh the bats uh, get another attack of opportunity yeah they'll get another attack of opportunity exactly um oop, oop. oh that hits yep oh, less than half be more than half i'm just going to roll damage five piercing damage you get five bites this time nip 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 I don't like it when you roll damage again. That that, that bodes poorly for me. Well, this I accidentally rolled uh, the attack if half the swarm, uh, if it had like half of the swarm left, but it still has more than half. So, yeah. uh, but you still... have to justify yourself to me. Well, I'm not just justifying like... myself. I'm just explaining the situation. <laughs> yeah. In any case, uh, you've ridden off 80 feet. Uh, they move as quickly as they can 60 feet towards you, but they're no longer within reach. Um, mm-hmm. Vlad is still going to... Um, that try and do a sacred flame. He succeeds, uh, and he defeats another two bats. They just drop out of the sky, and uh, Adrian will uh, just get his fists ready in case they come close enough. But I assume that you're going to continue to go as fast as you can away from the bats. Yep. Uh, so then, eventually, you will outrun them, uh, unless they know exactly where you are. They might follow you to wherever it is you're going, uh, but um, they won't be close enough for them to be able to do anything. Uh, yes, riding off with this uh, new horse. You ride past uh, Boris and Horse 2. Uh, do you want to stop to switch over, or do you want to just keep going? Oh, if we're driving, riding directly past them, yeah, I'd love to stop and collect them. Yeah, why not? Are you going to like safely pull to a stop and then climb into the carriage, or are you going to uh, do some sort of dramatic jump across? To- well, I won't be able to get the carriage because the carriage is still across the river. The horses. Oh, yes, that's right. So I will have to reattach them to this carriage. Do you stop in to do that? Yeah, I'm going to stop to do that. Well, I tell Adrian to do that, in fact, while Vlad and I keep an eye out for our rears because we're the ones with long-range attacks. Right you are, boss. And um, then uh, <laughs> and eventually you'll see after <laughs> a minute or so, the bats are returning, <laughs> flapping towards you. You hear them. I don't know if those sounds are coming through or not. No, not at all. Okay. It sounded ominous. <laughs> Um, it's like I was looking at them come going, these are really dedicated bats. 
<laughs> would you like to ready in action for when they arrive? Yeah, I would love to. You know what? Now, yes. As soon as Vlad sees them, he's going to uh, try and get them with um, Sacred Flame. He succeeds. <laughs> Two of them drop out of the sky. <laughs> and then uh, it'll be your turn to do your readied action. I, I would like to do my, my holy fists. Oh, uh, yeah. You, could, you don't have to ready in action. You just do it. I miss with one but hit with the other. Nice. Uh, unless a nine somehow hits nowadays. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I didn't think so. And I do six points of force damage. Oh, nice. Yeah, six of them drop out of the swarm and uh, they continue. But you'll be able to get another hit in, uh, another shot in before they arrive as well, Vlad. So uh, let's see how that goes. Vlad succeeds. He defeats another four of them. Holy fists. Uh, 18 is the lowest. That succeeds. Yeah, so two two hits this time. Oh, nice. Oh, 19 points of force damage. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Holy fist, fist, fist. Yeah, <laughs> the five remaining bats are felled uh, with a slightly overkill finish. Very nice. If I could have done that in the first place. Yeah, but uh, yeah, buying that time required, um, Adrian attaches uh, Boris and Horse 2 to the, to the new cart. I, I, don't worry, Boris. Don't worry, Horse 2. I would never leave you behind. They, uh, they return your affection with a cold-hearted, steely gaze into the distance. Barely oh, Boris. Boris, it's like looking into a, a window into my own soul if I were a horse. Um, if, you, uh, were, if you looked away, that would be the, the moment that Boris chose to blink. <laughs> I look away. <laughs> you don't know what happens. No. Nope. <laughs> right. right. Hopefully uh, this, this works. Uh, in fact, can we go to the map player? Uh, yes, you can go have a look at the map. Because uh, my original plan was to go to uh, Morgantha and uh, the Dream Pastries. But now I'm thinking Ichabod uh, is going to have to stop. Uh, he's he's going to be a bit more on point and a little less, oh, we've got this list of side quests. Now it's going to be like, no, we've got the Strad side quests. We're going to deal with, st- focus on the ones specifically to do with Strad. Cool. All right, uh, let me just uh, remind you of where you are and where everything is. Uh, yeah, because I took a real big detour there. Where where was Argon Boss Holt? <laughs> uh, sorry, bear with me. I'm just trying to find my version of the map. Um, <laughs> Argon Vestolt is... Oh, Q. Okay, so Argon Vestolt is, in fact... Ah, okay, right. I'm going to zoom out a little bit. It's quite... Oh, that's too much. <laughs> Such a... Adrian, get the map out of your boot again. <laughs> Uh, Argon Bestalt is here. Uh, oh, I'm on the wrong layer. No, I'm not on the wrong layer, but really rubbish colour. <laughs> Argon Bestalt is here where I've scribbled on. Oh, yeah. Just now. Um, and Valaki is just a little bit north. If you follow the um, if you follow the path, you'll get to Valaki quickly. It's the, the well-travelled road. Even though it's a bit of a detour, is probably the better, uh, the quicker way to go. Um, Perez where you just came from before getting to Argonvastolt is here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that is, uh, oh, that's the mill up here. Yep. Which uh, is uh, to the east across the woods. Um, but it would probably be quicker for you to take the road than it would to go directly across the sort of yeah. hilly land. Yeah. Um, even though it's a bit of a detour. Uh, these are the gates to Barovia. And this is uh, Castle Ravenloft over here in the far east. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I appreciate all these 
uh, points you put on my map, but they're all in blue. They're yeah. all in the same color. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm probably going to need a refresher next week, but uh, I'm going to ignore Morgantha, uh, which means I'm going to ignore Ilya on the screen as well. If you want to type in what they are. Oh, the perfect. I'll, I'll, I'll do that off camera so that it doesn't delay the game. No uh, I'm going to ignore Morgantha, which means I'm going to ignore Ilya, which means I'm going to ignore Kresk, which means I'm going to ignore uh, the Abbot. So now I'm going because uh, I'm I'm going. I want to be heading to either Castle Barovia, uh, <laughs> Ravenloft, or this is why everything can't be called Barovia. It's too confusing. Castle Ravenloft or to the Amber Temple. Uh, but if I do go to the Amber Temple, I do want to pick up Casimir on the way, which means I would like to go to Velaki, which means I would like to deal with the Brothers Vakta, which means I will, first I'm going to try and find Isaac. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go back on the road and go to Velaki. All right. So you're going to go through Blackie, try and mm-hmm. find it. Yep. Cool. Uh, okay. Then uh, you do so. You roll around the um, the main road, having defeated the bats quite successfully, and uh, you head towards Velaki. Uh, you reckon, uh, well, Isaac reckons you'll be there. Not Isaac. Adrian reckons you'll be there in about uh, two hours. Best part of two hours. You can have a short I feel break. somewhere Isaac knows that we'll be there in about two hours. Mm, maybe so. <laughs> nothing happens for at least an hour which means you can enjoy a short rest on the cut i was going to ask thank you very much no worries but after about an hour and two minutes um you uh there is a man standing in the road um <sighs> facing you with his hands out uh, one hand out as if to get you to stop you notice he has uh, long black hair uh, pointy ears and um, this is a sort of smug expression with uh, eyebrow like dark eyebrows that kind of go up at the sides he's got a bit of a Elrond from Lord of the Rings look about him except he's got white furs around him he's got uh, and he's dressed in leather a bit more of a gothic Elrond I, I pull Boris and oh I, I say I pull I tell uh, Adrian to uh, cease with uh, Boris and Laszlo no Boris and horse two for a and I thought, if this leads to another side quest immediately, I'm going to be very annoyed. I've finally got a plan in place. And I hop out of the car and go, Hail, hail, I be Ichabod Fletch. Who be you? Hail, hail, uh, Ichabod. Or, uh, or Sergei, rather. I've, I've been looking for you. Um, how close do you get? Um, well, I'd step, I, I'm in front of the cart at the moment. He's, he, when you say hail and he says hail back, he starts walking towards you uh, with his arms out in a sort of, uh, I don't know, welcome, sort of welcoming, like I'm, I'm friendly gesture. So it's not aggressive in any way? No, no. He's got his arms out. He's not holding any weapons. He's got a weapon on his hip, but he's not holding them in his hand. He's sort of walking towards you. Uh, Ichabod yeah. will walk towards him as well then, uh, in a, also in a friendly manner. Uh, in, he's going in for that predator handshake thing, uh, but... When you get uh, when you get within ten feet of him, suddenly all you can hear is the sound of a thousand screams in your mind. What? <laughs> so, oh, sorry. He puts his hand up again. He takes a couple of steps back. Pardon me. I, I sometimes forget. I tune them out after a while. White noise to me. Uh, yes. What was that? Oh, it's it is the uh, it is the screams of my past. Sadly. Is what I must make amends for. It's why I'm looking for you, Ichabod. You, it, brother. 
You just... Strahd? No, no. I, I am not your blood brother. I am Rahadin. Rahadin, you say? Yes. It yes, has been Rahadin. too long. Yes, you're right. And I step towards him again and then immediately back up. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Get the screams again. What is that? It's the constant reminder of my guilt, brother. What did you do? Well, for your brother, you don't remember? For your bro- I wish I... Uh, I feel that you got the best of the curses, brother. Well, I... For you are the brother that can't remember, and I am the brother that can never forget. Oh, well, it's a competition now, is it, Rajin? Rubbing that in my face. No, I just realized that there's a good opportunity for quite a cool line. It was. (laughs) No, I can't deny that. That was a cool line. What I mean is uh, uh, those screams are the screams of all of the poor souls I've slaughtered on behalf of your bower, brother. I put my head back towards him a little bit. There are so many. Yes, yes, we fought, and I defeated with uh, the aid of the armies. I defeated so many of your brother's enemies. I really am the reason that uh, your brother succeeded, and it's time to to stop this. I want to help you in your quest. I appreciate the offer of help, Radin. In honor of uh, Papa Barov, and. Uh, Ichabod's face immediately goes blank, <laughs> like poker face, stone lace, no my, reaction. Yes. My, my adopted father and your real father. <laughs> Papa Barov. Yes. Well, most people, <laughs> most people knew him as King Barov von Zarevi. Sounds like a smurf. <laughs> I called him Papa Barov, and so did you. Do I, uh, can I do a history check? I can't possibly be true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 12 um you have no recollection of referring to him as uh, uh referring uh, to your father as papa barov but then you have precious little recollection yeah. of him i don't <laughs> it has never actually come up in any of the even fabricated memories <laughs> that ichabod has had about having a father you are pretty you are pretty sure that your father's name was barov but mm. whether you called him papa barov or not uh you can't be certain, but you can suspect what you want. Papa Barov. So, how old are you, Rahadin? I am 704. How old were you the last time we spoke? About 212. I was a young man then. Weren't we all? Well, uh, yes. I mean, I mean, you weren't. You're, about, you're, you're a similar age you are now, I suppose. But you did have a, a healthier glow than you do currently. Well, I, I have died twice since the last time we spoke. That kind of takes it out of you. I imagine so. Uh, but yes, I, I, I am a son. I feel I am a son of King Barov von Zarevic, and I swore that I would serve his son, my brother. And uh, now I realise that uh, there's a loophole in that. In that. Uh, Five hundred years later, eh, you finally realise there was a loophole. Well, I mean, you have been dead for many of those years. I didn't, I couldn't serve you very well while you were dead. Well, let's just check. Vlad. Yeah? Why you been serving me? Have I asked you to kill anyone? Uh, I can't, I, I don't think. I mean, animals, yeah. I've, uh, I've asked you to save me some some animals, but I don't think I've asked you to kill anyone, have I? Uh, don't too. Nice. Adrian, on a scale to, of yeah. one to ten, how many people have you killed in my name? People, people, um, I, I mean, I don't think I've killed anyone by name. Rahadin! Yes? 
How many people would you say from one to a thousand have you killed in my brother's name? He steps forward so you can hear the screams. I step back. (laughs) (laughs) Very uncomfortable conversation. I've slain thousands of men, but uh, I am now just filled with regret, brother. But what? What can you do for us, Rahadine? The our our brother does not yet know of my betrayal, and I can get you into Castle Ravenloft without anyone. Ichabod's very interested in that. Very interested. He was going to play the invitation card, but this is far better. Yes, Rahadine. Yes, <laughs> if you can get me inside. You know of the inner workings of the castle Ravenloft as well. It has been too many years for me. Things have changed. Uh, uh, Yes, of course. Um, Thingy, uh, Ezzy will, uh, before she left, sorry, I don't know if I've mentioned this, before Mm -hmm. she left, she will have sketched out uh, much of Castle Ravenloft because she spent a lot of time hiding away in there as well. Oh, no, you didn't. That's wonderful. (laughs) So thanks for reminding me. Uh, so you will have a bit of uh, knowledge, not not first-hand knowledge, but um, you'll have uh, some ideas about the layout and stuff like that. I don't want to mention the clumsy knight to Rahadin yet because I don't trust him fully, mm. but I'm going to ask him about the head of Lord Argonvost, the skull. Oh, yeah. At the very least, Strahd knows I've just come from uh, Argonvost vault, so... Because we said his name so much while we were there. So much. You did indeed. Uh, oh, I'll take that inspiration. Um, on this map here that I have, Adrian, get it out of your other boot. <laughs> on this map here, can you tell me where I would find the skull of uh, Lord Argonvost? Yes, of course. It's actually here. And he points to um, a room. Uh, it's Gasp. It's an enormous, uh, it's an enormous castle, many floors. Um, in both sense of the word, but uh, he'll point at a room and he'll explain uh, that this is uh, one of the, it's in one of the guard towers. Um, there's a dining area there, which is quite big. It's not the, it's not the main dining area, but it is one of the big dining areas that in, inhabit the castle. And this basically serves an enormous centerpiece of one of the, ta- of the main table in the room. Right. I'm going to have to think about how to extricate that from Castle Ravenloft. Uh, where is Tatiana being held? Who? Tatiana's dead. I roll my eyes. Where is Irina being held? <laughs> well, she is uh, un- currently under Strahd's thrall. Um, Where's Strahd's thrall and how is she under it? <laughs> is it near the throne room? <laughs> no, she is under his spell. She is entirely enthralled by him uh, oh, oh i sorry yes no i'm with you she uh she has free reign of the castle but she never goes very far from strad they constantly talking about their wedding plans but you know that that never ends well and have tell me have you seen her brother ismark ismark yes he has currently taken a role as the uh the burgomaster of the town of barovia and what of the priest? What is... Uh, uh, Doru's father. Donovic, thank you, my goodness. Yes, uh, after, a, after a brief holiday, he is uh, back um, conducting services once more. Is Doru there as well? I believe so. He, uh, he's the one that passes the collection plate round. I, probably. 
I don't go to the services myself. You know, what I'm not the, a follower of the Morning Lord. What of the people of the uh, the the town of Barovia? I mean, uh, they were not very happy before. I don't think they're very happy now. Uh, but I don't spend a lot of time in Barovia. I just, I, I'm just aware of the comings and goings. And uh, you know, Irina talks very proudly of her brother and how he's uh, finally um, kind of living up to his potential and becoming the burgomaster of the of the town and how uh, how cool he looks with his black hair and his uh, black jacket and his black trousers and his his white frilly shirt. Do the people still remark upon him as Ismark the Lesser? Uh, no, they uh, they remark upon him as Ismark the Cool. Maybe. Part of me has died. Well, I'm not certain how genuine these remarks are. He also wears a sort of uh, a black fedora with a black and white feather in his cap. Oh my goodness, it's worse than I feared. Yep. A part of me died because I was sad. Now a part of me more has died because I'm disgusted. <laughs> Yes, I think there might be a certain irony to his uh, to his new moniker. You will have to sneak us past the, t- the citizens of the town as well. Yes, because... that won't be a problem. Do you have a Do you have a way? Yes, yes. I you just is it a to accompany is it a... Me. Oh, is that it? I thought you might know, have known a secret back entrance or like a secret passage or something. It, the castle is very big. If I were to ride up front on this carriage and you were to hide away inside you and your companion we'll just ride through the gates we can go in through the courtyard you, i can release you wherever it is uh, that serves you best as long as we wait for an appropriate moment but strad can't possibly keep i mean uh, our brother in the lightning strikes i shake my head uh, he can't possibly keep an eye on on us at all times he has a uh, he's a lot of a uh, lot on his plate with the wedding would would we need to go now? I mean, we still we still have to go past Valaki, don't we? Yeah. No. How did you get no. here, Rahadin? I walked. I don't. I mean, okay, I teleported some of the way. I was going to say, um, I we you can't ride in the carriage, Rahadin. It's just not feasible. I mean, when we get to Barovia, yeah, we'll put up with it for a little bit. But I'm not spending a f- days listening to this. Oh. <laughs> No, no, I, I understand. Uh, he sort of waves his hand and um, conjures a phantom steed and he mounts it. And says, I, I can either ride uh, a little bit in front or behind. Uh, ride behind to Valaki and then ahead to Barovia. Right you are, brother. And uh, he holds out his hands and uh, as if, like, hoping to get a hug. I squint my eyes as if that's going to do anything like really like trying to squeeze my eardrum shut and i i go brother and i like force myself into it but i assume it's like an epicenter and it gets louder the closer to the middle i get uh yeah it's just constant and screams it sounds like a constant uh wind or like even like a like it would be in a blizzard or something like that it's like Brother, you can barely feel him. Um, feel his embrace is too overpowering. Um, I f- I feel like I like finally step uh, break the embrace and I stumble backwards and I I literally got blood coming out of my ears. <laughs> Not quite literally, but that's uh, just awful. <laughs> uh, he looks a bit sheepish and he says yes, but uh, it ensures that I um, and uh, he'll mount the steed and then uh, trot along behind you. Okay, uh, so you're getting back into the carriage. I. Um, 
I haven't mentioned her yet this session, but I would like to uh, send Queenie up. If we're nearing Valakia, I would like to send her up to scout for Izzik if she can. Uh, yeah, you can get to make a perception check. Okay. That's, uh... Or a make out. <laughs> uh, let's get myself my raven stats in front of me. There we go. Right. She is going to get... Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration here. <laughs> Because I'm I'm not satisfied with that six. (laughs) I'll take a ten instead, apparently. Come on! (laughs) And she uh, can't see anything in uh, any particular... Can't see the Ezek through the trees, apparently. No, it would be quite difficult at the best of times, or the best of roles. Mm. Well, that'll be nice. I'll I'll let you know how those go, if they ever come up. (laughs) uh, What's going on with him? Why is he following behind us? Were you not listening to the conversation? Uh, yeah. So he's he's your brother. Adopted. Is he not? He's the one that uh, Sir Gwillem said that was, you know, a, a prick. Yeah. Yeah. No. He was. So, yeah. He was. So so what? He's not now. Ah, uh, time will tell on that front. At the moment, I'm using him for my own ends, mm. which, yeah, I understand, kind of makes me the prick in this scenario. But I suspect he's going to betray us. So you know. We'll see who's the bigger prick at the end of the day. <laughs> it won't be me. Uh, okay. I hope you know what you're doing. I as well. Um, yep, yeah, you trundle on into Blackie. And wh- where did you want to stop off at Blackie again? Isaac. Looking for Isaac. No, looking for Isaac to kick the brothers Vakta right in their bony asses. I'm just fed up of them. <laughs> Putting a hit out on me when I've, f- I've delivered my promise of defeating Winter Splinter. How very dare they. <laughs> uh, and also to go and see Casimir okay. at the Vistani camp. Uh, all right. You roll in to Valaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What do you want um, Rahadin to do? Do you want him to come in with you or do you want him to wait in the area? Or Rahadin. Yes, brother. If you can wait by the uh, exit, the, the eastern exit of Valaki, and we'll meet up with you when we, when we leave to head for... Uh, probably going to head to... Well, bro, will will my other brother miss you, or will he just accept if you're gone for a few days? Do you miss me? You've not seen me for years. You... I'm joking. Uh... Yes, I don't. I don't know. Uh, if you, I, he might want something, I'm, I'm not at his beck and call. I've done a lot for him, but uh, it's not like a he'll ring a bell and I come running sort of thing. I'm sure I'm fine for a while. He thinks I'm out, uh, you know, trying to kill you. Why is everyone? Why is that a, an acceptable excuse for everyone in this godforsaken country? You understand why it's acceptable for, or why Strad thinks that's a good thing to do? Would you stop saying his name? <laughs> Sorry, brother. I will do as you asked. And uh, he I writes... feel like this is how everyone else felt when I was doing it. <laughs> he, uh, he rides right past you, and you get those screams in your ears for a moment. Ah. Dad also does, and so does Adrian. They hold their ears, and they're like, Whoa, what's that? Um, Rahadine, just to let you know, we might be visiting the Amber Temple. We might be visiting the Amber Temple before we head to Barovia. <laughs> uh, he's ridden off, but uh, you hear, well, well, is that right? And, <gasps> and uh, we're going to stop there. Oh, <laughs> no way! <laughs> <laughs> no way, on a little Jimmy cliffhanger. <laughs> Oh. The cliffhanger is little Jimmy has overheard your plans. That's Slightly. one of my favourite cliffhangers. <laughs> yes, yeah, very tense now. Who knows what's going to happen? 
Mm. Um, all right. Uh, the oh, what was the listener question again? The listener question was uh, to word it exactly as it was. Uh, is it as I read it? Was when making a character, do you prefer trying to purposely include aspects of yourself, or would you rather try to avoid any self inclusion? Mm. Am I answering first? I can answer first if you like. Oh, you answer first then if you want. Oh, thanks very much. Um, I often try and avoid self-inclusion because I, I obviously all all, char- all my characters are a little bit me. I I'm not that good of an actor that I can just remove myself from the from the role, as it were. Uh, but I I I play myself twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, practically. Uh, I don't play the game to do that more. Fair enough. I I don't really put any thought into uh, including aspects of myself in the characters. I'll make a character that I'm interested in. I try and make one for the game. Sometimes I don't (laughs) like the characters and I don't really do much with them. And sometimes I quite I like them quite a lot. And sometimes I'll just use the characters to do uh, to to do things I want them to do. (laughs) So uh, they'll end up having a bit of my uh, my drive in there anyway. Every um, single preferred character you've ever played might as well just be called Tony McFantasy Face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, nice. Uh, so everyone, if you enjoyed listening to us, please uh, sub- share, subscribe to the podcast, tell people about the podcast and follow us on the social stuff. Um, um, a little, yeah. little bit of a follow-up as well. Sorry Ooh. to to go back to the listener question. Uh, I know a lot of people like uh, treat it as a little bit of like mini therapy to work out issues during these things, which during if you by putting your your yeah before. yeah by putting yourself into your character, which mm. can be very beneficial if you have a DM who you trust and who is aware of the issues. Uh, don't try and work through issues with someone you don't know who, uh, especially if you don't trust them to not just like use your issues against you because that can exacerbate the situations and make things worse. Um, I feel seen. Is that, yeah. is, that what, is that what I'm doing to you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've always had a great fear of dying twice and this is really helping me work through it. So thank you very much, Tony. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant I was uh, using issues against you. Oh well, that also true. Yeah, a great fear of vampires. Burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, yep. Do you want to say goodbye to Ica buddies? Bye, Ica buddies. Great to see you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.